Every generation believes their time to be unprecedented. There are challenges beyond anything that came before. Yes, rulers, environments, economies change. Those things that never change, truth, human behavior, and the need for housing through all of time and in all places. One truth that is often lost to the public, housing is a responsive sector. We don't make the policy or the economy and we don't create inventory and product at will. No, but we respond. We pivot, we get creative in order to feed market demand and navigate economic conditions. The last year has been one of rapidly changing market conditions and all signs point to even rougher seas ahead. As human behavior is predictable, builders and operators will continue to adapt and create as they have through history. The fundamentals never change. Where rent growth outpaces construction costs, developers will build. With the economy and the world in chaos, we find ourselves in uncharted waters. And again, developers are facing challenges. Case in point, construction estimates are good for 30 days and many firms are pre-ordering materials up to nine months in advance. Just one example of the inherent risk in today's business model. Creating strategy and the flexibility to pivot has made this industry great for decades. And today we speak to one of the industry's great thinkers and pivoters, RJ Pasquese, president of KCG Companies, headquartered in Indianapolis, is here to make sense of it all. RJ, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Linda. It's nice to be here. RJ, what do we need to know about KCG companies? Beginning with, what does KCG stand for? Yeah, that's a, that's a, I get that a lot, Linda, uh, given that nobody can figure out how that relates to me. So uh, the backstory behind that is I am not very original when it comes to uh, uh, coming up with creative names. And a friend of mine suggested I use uh, family initials. And so I decided to use the middle initials of my three daughters. And um, I thought that was very important for me. And it gave me something to think about every time I say that name that I'm doing this. Uh, for those three uh, important people in my life. Boy, am I glad I asked that. I noticed KCG Companies is headquartered in Indiana, but doesn't do a lot of business there. Why is that? Yeah, um, so really that came from my prior experience. I did a lot of business outside of the state of Indiana and built a lot of relationships in um, several different markets. And so when I started KCG, there were certain markets I knew off, off the bat that I wanted to uh, focus on. And so one of those being Texas, the other one, Georgia, and the third one, Wisconsin. And all, everybody always asked me why Wisconsin. I, I agree, it's not a very sexy market, but it's uh, very stable. And I always really liked working with the state agency there. They were uh, a great group of people, always fair. Uh, and so those were kind of the three states that we started in. And we've just kind of built off that and continue to be able to find opportunities um, in those markets as well as other states that we've entered into. But um, I do expect us at some point, we are going to do some deals here in my home state of Indiana. Um, so that, that'll eventually be on the board. But for now, uh, we've just been having so much success in some of these other markets. It hasn't made sense to focus our time or energy here. You founded KCG Development in 2015. What opportunity did you see that motivated you to go out on your own? Yeah, no, that's a that's a good question. Um, for me, it was really um, I, I've always wanted to to be um, 
at, at the uh, partner level of an organization. And, um, you know, I felt that Casey going out and doing it on my own was, was the right way to do that, where I could have the control of how we do business, the, um, the control of how we present our products to the market, et cetera. And, and that was important to me because I wanted to make sure uh, it was done right. And I felt like the only way to do that was doing it on my own. KCG Companies has added divisions, including design, construction, and most recently, residential property management. Did you plan this or are you responding to opportunity? No, great question, Linda. So we, it was always my vision to build a vertically integrated organization, but we have added certain of the components earlier than I anticipated. And that really goes back to what we discussed on the last question of the control factor. We were working with a lot of third parties we just weren't getting the service, the experience, or the outcomes that we expect and that we wanted. And so bringing that in-house, we felt like we could have more control over it. And then, right, our vision is building better lives through better communities. And the only way we can truly control how that is happening, in my opinion, is through that control of all of those aspects, construction, management, uh, design, et cetera. And really for us, that building better lives through better communities is not about the communities we're building are, are better than somebody else's. It's, it's about us making a positive difference in the lives of everybody we touch along the way. So whether that's uh, local communities, whether that is our financial partners, whether that is subcontractors we work with, whether that's vendors we work with, and of course, right, the residents that end up living in our communities. We want to have a, make a positive difference in all of their lives through their interactions with us. And, and the only way I can see us being able to do that effectively and controlling how that happens is by them always dealing with a KCG representative. KCG Companies has done several adaptive reuse developments of old brick industrial buildings in New York and Wisconsin. What attracted you to these projects and what challenges did you face? Yeah, so um, what originally attracted us to those opportunities um, was one, um, the ability to combine multiple sources of financing, but also to write is the vision of what you could create out of those communities. I mean, it's, um, they really, if they're done right, they can turn out amazing. And, and I would say a lot of our projects, the end project, look, they are incredible. They're absolutely beautiful. Um, and I, I love them, but um, getting to that point was very painful. So we unfortunately, uh, in hindsight, didn't have the experience that we probably needed to. And as a lot of historic developers will tell you, right, they learned the hard way. And, and we did, right, with a lot of unforeseen issues, uh, having to work through the historic process, et cetera. And so we ran into a lot of uh, cost overruns and cost issues on these projects. But um I'm very excited and happy with the end product, but how we got there was more painful than I was hoping for. And because of that, we've kind of pivoted over the last couple of years to do, focusing almost exclusively on new construction projects now. So we are doing some acquisition rehabs, uh, but we're not really uh, touching any historic adaptive reuse projects at this point in time. Having said that, maybe someday in the future, uh, when I look back on some of these communities we've done and I'm proud of, I'll say, yeah, let's go back and let's do another one. But for the time being, more of our focus is on the new construction side. Your newest community, the reserve at Bolton Road, has set aside 20% of its units as affordable to residents at or below 40% AMI. What's the secret? How do you make housing affordable to such a low income level? 
Yeah, no, we, we were able to do it on the reserve at Bolton Road really through two ways. Uh, the first being, right, the ability now to do average income um, for uh, new tax credit projects. So we were able to offset those 40% AMI units with units at 80% AMI. So, right, that helped us to be able to do that. The second uh, reason we were able to do it there was this state uh, tax credit in Georgia, which um, is a big gap filler and allows you to do a lot of unique things in that state relative to some other states uh, because you have more sources available to you to target lower income uh, residents and you can offset that lower income through more tax credits. You mentioned KCG recently started its first market rate development and it sounds like it's the way of the future. Why now? Yeah, so when I initially started KCG, the plan was always to diversify into the market rate, uh, but I wanted to establish the organization first in the affordable housing sector and kind of building building up our portfolio, building up our experience, et cetera. And really the opportunity, our first deal is it's Arco and Pilar. It's a 350 unit project uh, outside of Austin, Texas. We just found the site and uh, felt like it made a lot of sense from a market rate perspective. And we're really excited um, who we're partnering with on it and what that community is going to be at the end of the day. And going forward, our hope is to start trying to develop a couple of market rate deals a year to complement our affordable housing platform. Construction is plagued with labor and material shortages and cost increases for all construction inputs. How has this impacted KCG's operation? Oh, it, it has had a huge impact. I mean, you talked about it in your intro, right? About costs are only valid for 30 days. Um, you know, where ha- people are having to try to place orders nine months out. Uh, you're being told they can't even tell you the price until the product ships in nine months. It, it's a headache, and right. And so you're trying to be come up with creative solutions and call upon your relationships that you have with uh, vendors, with suppliers, with subcontractors on helping you out and, and also helping you read the market, right? Of when's the best time to buy, when's the uh, best time to order supplies, et cetera. It, 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 this is an unprecedented times, right? I don't think anybody in this industry today has ever gone through anything like this. Hopefully we'll never have to go through it again, but it, it's difficult to manage. It's difficult to manage your budgets. Uh, it's difficult to build your projects on time with the delays and deliveries. Um, you know, we we are probably seeing our projects have been delayed. You know, I don't want to say delayed, but relative to pre-COVID, right? You're at least added three to five months to the time frame to build a community because of the uncertainty in supply, the uncertainty in labor, uh, and then right when you see the new cost you're given, it doesn't fit your budget. So then you're spending months trying to figure out, okay, how do I rework you know, uh, the materials I'm using to maybe get something that's closer to my budget number? So it's causing a lot of headaches. Uh, and I wish there was a, a magic bullet uh, that someone could give me and the rest of the construction industry on how we handle this. But uh, we're all uh, trying to scrape by the best we can right now. But hope, hopefully we'll start seeing some stabilization here soon, particularly in the price side and then also uh, the materials. Well, thanks for a great show, RJ. There's a lot to learn, especially in this rapidly evolving market. I hope we can have you back. Thank you so much, Linda. I really enjoyed being with you today. It's hard to know what history will say once this moment is in the books. 
Certainly all actions have consequences and moments such as these form the minds and souls of future builders and entrepreneurs. We can all agree that this chapter will be notable. Freedom and opportunity, truths which fuel the housing business and the nation remain at our core, especially through the noise of crisis. Thank you for being with us today. In this time and in this moment, you are what I love most about this remarkable nation. We gratefully acknowledge what you do and want you to know that we see you and appreciate the hurdles you overcome day in and day out. I'm Linda Hoffman. Look forward to our next exciting episode of NAHB Power Hitters.